Sweet as Honey, the podcast. Hello, honeybees. Welcome back to another episode of the Sweetest Honey Podcast. Sweetest Honey, the podcast. Indeed. <laughs> I'm Tiff and that's Andy over there. Oh, hey. And we're married. Yep. And besties. Yep. And co-parents. Yep. To the non-human kind of... Um. Tell me again, tell me again, I guess we're lovers and friends. Okay. You know, um, yeah. If you, if you didn't know, if you're new here, hello, this is a very gay space. It's a very gay safe space. It's a very gay safe fun space, I like to think. Um, it's just real queer in here. It's real queer. It's real sarcastic. I uh, hope you think it's real funny. Sometimes we get real serious. Um, we really be saying the F word a lot. Um, uh-huh. We be cussing a, a whole lot. We be saying a lot of cusses. Um, <laughs> so much cusses. All of the cusses. All of the cusses. And yeah, I think that those are the basics. Um, I, I am I am a black, if you will. Oh, no. Um <laughs> We are the gays, if you will. Um, and Andy Andy is a a, a non-binary, if, if you will. And they use they, them pronouns. Yeah. We've talked about it. We just want to make sure that we remind you. Uh, she, they is great for me. Um, you know, but that's fine. Um, I do think that sir sounds sexier than ma'am. You know, just in a general context, I just feel like every time someone mams me, my titties sag a little bit hmm. lower, and I'd really like to <laughs> to try to counter counterbalance that. So maybe throw some sirs my way, and let's see, let's see what happens. Right, because I feel like you get called sir, and like you look a little bit hotter. I'd I don't be like, know. Ooh, yeah, sir, that's that's fucking right. I feel like we respect people that we call sir, right? Like, yes, sir. Mm, all right. That's that's nice. Ma'am. Doesn't it sound like the sound of a saggy tit? Like, if you could think of a sound that sounded like sad titties, right? Ma'am, I think would be the sound of sad titties. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Ugh. You don't like that? No. Okay. Sad titties. All right. Mm. We like happy titties. Happy titties. <laughs> what would you want somebody to call you so that you would have happy titties? Just sir? Oh, I, I think mix is rad. Um, when I am in environments or, you know, any opportunity that I have to use a mix, I will always slap a mix on there, which is just a non-gendered form of address you know like a formal title mm-hmm. instead of miss or mister or you know Mrs. i don't have a doctor i don't have a doctorate degree so i can't be doctor um you know so mix is great okay mix is great what about you um i, I just i don't care like i don't like any of it <laughs> <laughs> okay you just want to be 
hey dude yeah <laughs> you over there <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you are sure and i like your haircut thank you yeah that's all that's all people need to notice um i don't know like especially in the south we're so um adamant about manners and saying sir and ma'am but not everybody identifies that way right and so like they're just like yeah but you have to be one of the others so sorry (laughs) i'm gonna call you one or the other regardless Mm -hmm. sorry about it and like nine times out of ten they don't even think that there is an other (laughs) right they or they choose not to ignore it they'd be like well somebody was saying something about that and then they look like they're like they're looking you in the eye being like sir neonatal intensive care unit they mean neo i don't make any adjustments to my face and they say (laughs) ma'am and i still don't make any adjustments and i'm like i just shake my head and i'm like no oh i love to be extremely feminine and very girly in a dress and looking very ladylike and for somebody to say ma'am and i just will very abruptly say don't ma'am me and just keep going yeah stop it or not a ma'am that's always my favorite when you shout i'm just back here laughing shaking my head continuing to walk yeah that that's it's called allyship sweaty look it up (laughs) okay look (laughs) gonna walk the walk shit did you just assume my gender boomer (laughs) no so i was on reddit the other day Mm -hmm. you know like and I, I don't I feel like that's the way that all of these episodes are going to start from now on. So I was on Reddit the other day. Reddit feels oddly enough like a safe space because I just get to be the creepy little fuck that I am and watch everything happening. Anonymity is great. And I don't have to look at anybody's fucking body or their homes or hear about their jobs or accolades. I just get to see like cats and dogs and birds people crashing their really expensive ferraris i don't have to know who it is i don't have to hear the sob story i just get to see the fucking 20 second clip of them trying to show off and them crashing into a fucking tree in florida and i get to go through the comments and see other poor people laugh about it because we're poor and that is extremely satisfying i mean in comparison right with people I, I cannot afford a lamborghini do you have something to tell me uh yeah <gasps> um but i can't tell you on the podcast oh no for tax reasons oh, okay no i'm just kidding please don't <laughs> audit us irs like not for real <laughs> i don't have any hidden money <laughs> right i'm just like <laughs> i was like i don't i like that I like to see them crash their really expensive, unnecessary things. See, I can understand that. Uh, My one that I like that's like a a guilty pleasure is watching kids fall over or kids being knocked down. I really enjoy that. Yeah. Are you sub to kids are fucking stupid? Um, Yeah. That's great. And like kids falling down. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Kids are fucking stupid is funny sometimes animals being jerks is also another one of my favorites because they're usually being mean to humans and i think that's funny true because we probably deserved it a hundred percent of the time true 
if not then at some point for <laughs> sure so regardless the animal is right um you know like every time my bird has bitten me it has 100 percent been my fault because you didn't he he warned you ahead of time somehow he did and if i chose to ignore his cue or if i missed his cue if i'm bitten as a repercussion mm-hmm. of the multiple ways that he can show <laughs> don't do this <laughs> So you're on Reddit. Including when he's being really, really sweet out of nowhere. Oh, okay. But he's being sweet, but he's smooth. <laughs> yeah. You were staring Don't at me. Don't go to him when he's like, come here, baby. Come here, baby. I love you. Give me a kiss. He's so sweet. But he's smooth. Mm-hmm. He's doing, he's trying to get you to come over there because he is. He wants to bite you. <laughs> in a bitey mood and wants to bite he's like come here look come here come i'm being here. i'm being pretend sweet come here so i can bite you and i'd be like you are not fluffy i will i don't think so right? <laughs> when he's flying around real aggressive and then he goes to then, a perch and is telling you to come to him or he lands on my shoulder and i'm immediately like oh no he's i'm like how do i get him off of he's here gonna bite your ear oh, 100%. that's his favorite thing to do is to land on my shoulder say be sweet and then bite my earlobe as hard as he possibly can so that i just yell ow you little fucker and he hasn't picked up on that he repeats everything else but not that Uh, i'm upset that he is not repeating curse words he has not said a single cuss and that's very funny because we say all the cusses as we stated is he a part of the good place so like he's just over there being like what the forking fork all the time and we don't catch it Um, he definitely did not come from the good place. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Y'all, okay, so speaking of Reddit, before I get to this other story, I use a different platform just so that I can have, like, a gallery of photos just to share on Reddit. Like, Mm -hmm. I belong to a lot of plant groups. For formatting stuff? Just for formatting reasons, right? I don't want to have to go back into into Reddit to do another thing, like, post something, or Mm. start, like, a PM conversation with somebody just for them to see something that I'm trying to show them in the comment. I can be like, da-da-da-da-da-da, here, hyperlink it, and then it can go to this other website. Literally, they can just see that thing and then go back to the comments. That's the way the Reddit works. So... I was doing that and I just, I belong to like a budgie sub on, you know, um, Reddit. And I just wanted to post like a video of Denver on there. Uh, <laughs> and I posted it. It's just another word for parakeet, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I posted the video of Denver on this other site. <clears throat> but it wasn't really getting the traction that I know it would have on Reddit if I just because sometimes Reddit just fucks with the video formatting so it mm-hmm. doesn't look as good but I guess everybody didn't want to click the link or whatever because like not very many people had seen it so I was like I'll delete it and I'll just repost it as a video later so I deleted it off of Reddit but left it up the other place and I was like literally it's fine I'm not doing anything that like I wouldn't be fine with someone walking by my window seeing me do so it's fine like I just won't make it private and y'all were then like <laughs> a day <laughs> like 80,000 people had seen it <laughs> nuts. and then I checked on it today and it was up to like 102,000 people it was really weird I was like I don't 
think that I like that this many people has had eyes on <laughs> this. <laughs> um, so that made me feel very strange and um, yeah, I, it was weird. It's very weird. It seems like a very surreal moment. Yeah, like... <laughs> I don't I like to do the watching so feeling like that many people like that many people that I don't know for sure have like seen at some a, a second or two or three or the whole like minute of it is weird it's very strange but yeah the amount of people that that's saw cr- it really freaked <laughs> me out nuts. yeah I was like oh don't know that I'll do that again <laughs> stressing me out <laughs> all these faceless strangers and you can see my face i had just taken um my dog for a walk so like i had on some little spandex shorts or whatever and like a little denim shirt and a black shirt like a denim long sleeve shirt like a worker shirt and i had on a black t-shirt or whatever then you just see me in my cute little fat body just just hanging out just vibing so it's especially nice that I just got to be a fat person on the internet doing something not related to being a fat person. And everybody went like, you fat bitch. Fat, 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 little fat, 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 look how <laughs> fat, <laughs> fatty malady. <laughs> Y'all, I wish you could have seen Tiffany's face while she was just preparing to say that because there were so many times that she almost cracked herself up. Stop it. (laughs) And I love fat people. I'm a fat person. You know, like we deserve to just exist. And it was nice to literally just exist, you know, because (laughs) I was just trying to be sweet and show pictures of my bird. And that's that's what people paid attention to. So it's nice. It's nice because even if I just post a cute picture of my spouse and I, there's always some fucking weirdo on the other side going, how does the little one survive with the BBW on top? And I'm like, we have a safe word and we've already agreed that if they die, they die. So, (laughs) 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 On the fucking tombstone. A, die doing what they love, period. No context, no further explanations. (laughs) I don't need a tombstone, though. You don't. You'll be cremated. I'll carry you around and (laughs) carry your urn around in my purse. (laughs) In one of those little backpacks for birds with a window. (laughs) Don't. Don't fucking lie. You're gonna backpacks for birds with a window. I cannot. Like a like the cat one with the domes with the dome windows. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I can see out because you know I don't like the dark. And I'm gonna ask you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be talking to you, and people people always go around to the back like, "Oh my gosh, is it a bird?" And it is just fully an urn. Everybody's gonna think it's a cat. Those things are made for cats, babe. You just have a bird, and that's what you're gonna use it for. No, but they make them for birds where it's like transparent it has a perch in the middle and everything they do make bird backpacks i promise oh see i'm over here thinking about the dome window ones like they make for cats and so no, like you just I'm look out and all of a give, sudden you just see a no cat baby head. you get full transparency you got oh you got boy. peripheral vision 
Oh boy. Mm-hmm. 180 degree views. <laughs> views from the six. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to find one to show. Yeah, I believe you. <laughs> uh and um, then, oh, and then. I just assumed you'd make me into some sort of jewelry and wear me everywhere. I know. I also thought to, like, push you in a locket. I could be, yeah. like, the heart from the Titanic, and then people would always want to talk about it, especially if they were around my age. I'd be like, these are actually my spouse's ashes. Isn't it so cute? Um, which would be great, because either A, they would be witchy as fuck and into it, or B, they would be really creeped out about how witchy that is and mm-hmm. would be really freaked out about it and stop fucking talking to me, which is exactly what I wanted when they decided to talk to me in the first place. Yeah. So, win-win. Whoop. Yeah. Bird backpack. Bird backpack. Bird backpack. And then I'm always going to have the last laugh because on your urn, it's going to say earned And that's how it's going to look. <laughs> I cannot fucking stand you. I'm going to put it on the bottom and it's going to look like the Andy from, from Toy Story. Toy Story but it's going to say earned Woody shoe. Mm-hmm, but it's going to be on the bottom of the urn. Mm-hmm. See? Rolling your eyes post-mortem. <laughs> no, this bird-ass backpack. Yeah. Girl. Only the best, it's, babe. It's legit. Only the best for you. I wonder if that... Is that a roll top? <laughs> Do you think a roll top? Yeah. I can cover up the top just in case you're getting too much light up in the top. You feel me? <laughs> we got the little air flaps for ventilation i'd be like "Ooh, smell that smell that autumn air i got you babe it's nice but you ain't gonna be um spilling out or nothing you know what i'm saying see that's what i'm worried about like you know falling out somewhere i don't want to be like a a wendy's parking lot so (laughs) i think that Gigi is in an urn and Gigi was my great grandmother Mm -hmm. mm-hmm I think Gigi is in an urn, but I don't, I think Gammy, who is my grandmother, Gigi's daughter, has the urn, but is it, like, do they put you in, like, a bag and then put you in the urn? Mm -hmm. They just fill the urn up, like, cookies? Do they seal it? Can you open it? Yes. So, (gasps) typically, from what I have seen... Mm -hmm. You're in a plastic bag inside of said urn. A lot of the times the families, because they're not the brightest, will take you out of said plastic bag and push you into the urn. Sometimes the urn is sealed. Other times it is not necessarily sealed, in which case you would see what happens on sitcoms, somebody picking up and then spilling said ashes onto carpet. Okay, more questions. When now I got to find somebody that does cremation and can say this for real, like I've got to find somebody on Reddit now. Or I have to look this up because I know that somebody has explained it. I know they have. But do fat people need bigger urns? Do they not? How much of our body dust? You know what I'm saying? Like, is it 100% for sure of our body to body dust as long as it's not just like the dusty parts that blew away in transmission? Whose job is it to vacuum up my body dust and dump it into the shop vac? 
What happens if my body dust gets mixed up with somebody else's body dust? Do they tell us? Probably not. They just like bitches body dust. It's dead bitch body dust in here. Like, how do we know for sure that it's human remains in that? How do we know? Well, you could have it tested. But, I mean, like, they for sure could just be like, yep, this was Ethel, and it sure is Frank's. I don't know. Like. Hmm. And, like, are are black people's ashes darker than white people's ashes? Right. Like. Would an alcohol. Is that a dumb question? I don't know. What about people who. What about people who have different substance abuse issues like the composition of our bodies like do we burn at different rates mm. do we according to what's in our system so what's if in our bodies has a shit ton of alcohol in their system is some of that more combustible right. how do they go through the process do they have to dry us out first do they just throw our fleshy soft wet meaty bodies into something and then they just burn it Look and that, that doesn't look like the burnt on shit that we get with pots and pans. Right. Like, I know that the temperature in which they're doing it and, like, the structure in which <clears throat> they're doing it gives us the consistency. But then going into that and, like, the people that have titanium plates and rods or, like, um, metal teeth, right? Mm-hmm. Like, all of these things. And so, like, how do they scra- how do they separate those things? Right. Like, I don't, I don't know. See, now I'm about to end up in a cremation rabbit hole. And I'm sure that one of the millions of white women obsessed with, um, you know, serial killers. This is my white woman, how white women get abducted by other people who are not white women podcast. Could tell us exactly because it's a, it's been on another podcast. Today we have on cremation (laughs) specialist, Joe Dirt. We don't. I saw a Joe Dirt tag. Ashlyn Lightson. Ashlyn Lightson? Ash. <laughs> Light. <laughs> we have on... I'm trying to spare you because... You pick real weird times. Like to You don't ever think I'm coffee. funny till you got a mouthful of something. <laughs> that's when I'll like trip and fall and that's the funniest thing you've ever seen in your motherfucking life Uh, you tripping and falling is not initially funny to me you tripping and falling is usually scary to me that's true that's true (laughs) I just feel like the appropriate and expected reaction is laughter especially if I'm not hurt like I'll let you know pretty fast I'll be like god damn that shit hurts I gotta make sure before I do have a tendency to get real quiet when I am hurt because you're assessing Mm -hmm. and so I'm like I'm just silent for a minute I'm like don't you fucking laugh don't do it and like I don't know what level of like and then I'm just like not bleeding not broken okay nope nope ouchie in three two four you know Mm. um yeah and then usually it's whatever because usually when you when you have tripped and fallen you've been carrying a drink that i have seen you do you've had drinks in your hand when else has this happened i know about the lemonade incident when else 
you, has this happened? You tripped over the gate <clears throat> another time with a cup in your hand, and you just splashed a little, but you didn't trip and fall down. <laughs> I know. I think the issue was just that gate, and it's that's gate. why I don't climb over that gate yeah. anymore. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you little stubby leg bitch, just don't do it, right? And like my pa- my parents' house, they always have that dog gate up, and <laughs> are so surprised when they trip over it every time. <laughs> and I'm like, y'all can barely get your leg up to put your shoes on, much less over this damn gate, right? Y'all have enough issues with the standard steps now, y'all. <laughs> It takes dad eight years to get across that gate, and well, his toes still get stuck every time. It and takes him ten <laughs> minutes to fall down. It takes him four years so to fall down. It is what it is. Okay, so anyway, back to the original <laughs> thing that I was talking about on Reddit. I was on, either, I think it was like probably a lesbian sub or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And the person was like, oh, I've been dating this person for three months and things are really, really going well. But now we're talking about wanting to move in together. Do you guys think that it's too early? Do you think that we should just go for it? What do you think about it? So some people are like, no, it's way too early. You don't know this person well enough just yet. I saw a comment where another person suggested you shouldn't live with somebody until you know how they treat you when you're sick another person was like well my spouse of 15 years and I moved in after being together for two only two months and we're still together and happily in love another commenter a similar thing it might have been a couple weeks it might have been a couple months regardless they were together for about six years they were married Mm -hmm. whatever um so it was some success stories that they were talking about as well a lot of people being like no it's too early you don't know things about each other yet da 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 So I have a lot of thoughts Mm -hmm. and I'm curious about what your thoughts on that are. Oh boy. So, all right. I think that there are certain circumstances Mm -hmm. in which you just know that Mm -hmm. it's right. And I think that you and I were definitely that. Um, because we (laughs) moved in together super early on, Mm -hmm. but I think that we are very much so the exception. Um, and I think that for other people, it is a huge mistake when they move in too soon together. Why? Um, I don't know. Like you don't... Living together is different from just dating each other, too. Mm-hmm. Like, just because y'all are cohabitating, you're sharing space, you're sharing bathroom space. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, the expectations are so much higher. I mean, I guess it'll help you suss out if that relationship's going to work or not real quick. But, uh... <sighs> Sussing out whether or not the relationship was going to work out would be one of the reasons that I'm kind of more in defense of, sure. That's what I'm saying. Don't sign a long ass lease. Like, don't sign a year long lease. Right. If you can do something month to month, if y'all have a mutual place, if you have a backup or whatever for a trial basis, you know what I'm saying? Work that out among your people. But also be fucking honest. If you don't want to live with a partner or you can't see yourself moving in with somebody, you have to be straightforward about that. So much about these arbitrary seeming dating rules are so contingent on people's ability to be honest and be self-aware. Mm-hmm. 
like what happens if uh, we're we signed a year long lease and a month in, like this person is nuts and like, uh, and by nuts I mean like clearly we're just not compatible at all. Um, I don't mean that they aren't crazy or anything, but like we just don't we don't mesh well. Mm -hmm. But now we're locked into legally binding this long. Yeah. And like, okay, so if we were to back out of this, what does that entail? What does Mm -hmm. this look like? Like, you got to have a backup for that. Like, you can't just be like, all right, well, I'm all in. Nah, like, just in case, what's your backup plan? You Mm -hmm. both need to have that and talk about it and just be up front. Because it could go absolutely sideways very mm-hmm, quickly. Mm-hmm. Very quickly. Because sh- people, people, pe- people are wild. I don't... Yeah. And, like, what they do inside their homes sometimes is wild. Like... Right. What some people think is okay versus what others think is okay or acceptable. And just, right. like... Like, you just have to have the like this talk and very open and honest conversation about your expectations and what like you think it should be like like who does what as far as cleaning goes like who is gonna be doing more cooking versus the other like who what 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 are your expectations mm-hmm because it, it can get messed up real quick I don't know. For us, it worked. (laughs) I know. I'm literally sitting here thinking about all of the ways that things could have potentially gone wrong in our relationship. Oh, for sure. Like, it could have gone horribly. It could have been so bad. For sure. In so many different ways. In so many ways. (laughs) But, like, you were so self aware, and, like, we talked about, like, from the jump, you and I. just talked about being honest with each other Mm -hmm. and like so if one of us was feeling some type of way like we talked about it and didn't let things like sit or fester or any of that or become resentful we talked about it before it became like a huge issue yeah but i don't want to focus too much on just like how our relationship works we know how our relationship works but i'm talking about other people Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know anybody else who functions in the way that we do. I don't the Care either. Bears are kind of the closest, but even they have their own mm-hmm. way that they go about things. But the things that we have in common are definitely <clears throat> openness. We do have that self awareness, the dedication to growing and being honest and trusting yeah. that you know your partner's got you when you have to present something that's uncomfortable or yeah. Um, not so happy, warm and fuzzy, good news stuff. You know, I think that we all have somebody that we can go home to and cry and talk about something tearful or shameful or embarrassing or hard, you know. And even if it's a hard conversation, you have to have still know that you'll be supported and loved by the person that you go home to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I, you know, of course, we don't know the ins and outs of the way that they do everything behind closed doors and things like that. The right. same way that, you know, nobody does. Only we know that about ourselves. <clears throat> and we can kind of surmise based on other things. Um, but besides that, I haven't met. And it's so weird because we have such a... 
like it, it really feels like we just built our relationship structure like from scratch. Yeah. Like we're not following like, oh, well, my mom was always like this. So I always grew up thinking that I would do this. So this is why I do this. Like we've really had to kind of analyze and really critically take a look at our behaviors and the things that we do and how we function as individuals with our partners, for our partners, for ourselves, mm-hmm. for the people around us to figure out what feels good to us mm-hmm. and then how to how to make space for that in the whole. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So in the whole of our relationship and your relationship with yourself and your relationship with others, right? So that's been really advantageous, I feel like, for us. Um, but it's also really interesting when you do get to see inside of other people's dynamic, you can kind of peer behind the curtain a little bit and figure out what's going on with them. And a lot of what you hear is, well, my mom was always, cause I know the questions to ask. So I'd be having this information, but my mom was like this and this and this and this. And so in relationships, I do this and this and this and this. My dad was like, so this is what I look for or vice versa or some variation or combination or, Mm -hmm. you know, diversity from all of those things Mm -hmm. but yeah I don't know but we were never watching anybody do something and we were like I'm gonna do that or I'm gonna steal that or I'm gonna take this like we've just kind of created a really safe dynamic where we can just kind of try on what feels good and make adjustments to it and use that yeah we knew what we didn't want in relationships. So, like, starting out with that, it worked really well for us to create our blueprint for our relationship. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, f- as far as other people moving in with each other, like, if the majority of people still say and I that they are sh- cisgendered straight people mm-hmm. in cis- heterosexual relationships, like, it is just... I don't feel like that's the best idea i feel like if you move in the i feel like people in two people in relation or people in relationships together two or more whatever if it is a queer relationship they typically can move in more quickly Mm -hmm. if it is a heterosexual relationship you need to wait longer Mm -hmm. that is my opinion (laughs) and why because I feel like in queer relationships, you just, it's it's easier to be more vulnerable mm-hmm. because, I don't know, for me, it, it just was. Mm-hmm. Like, I understood better how the other person thought mm-hmm. um, and not, I don't know, it was just easier to, to have those conversations for me. Right. Um, in same sex or queer relationships versus hetero right so it was easier to be vulnerable they just understood where i was coming from a little bit easier um chrome truck nuts.org <laughs> yep it's a squid billy's reference but that's what that truck sounds like oh i was like i don't think i've seen whatever show you're quoting but okay i'll pull it up later for you yeah <laughs> So, yeah, that's my opinion. Same sex or queer relationships, like, it would be easier. Y'all would have a better understanding of each other more quickly Mm -hmm. than heterosexual relationships. Yeah. I also 
I don't know. I just wish that people knew themselves better Mm. because the fact that that person had to ask that question, you already know that it's too soon and you don't feel like you need to ask for people's validation when you feel prepared to do something or you feel ready or comfortable with doing something. Right. So I really, really implore everybody who listens to this to just start to build a trusting relationship or continue to build on the trust that you have in yourself. Mm -hmm. You trust yourself by upholding your boundaries. You trust yourself by listening to your body's limits. You trust yourself by giving your brain and body a break when they need to have that, by being loving to yourself, by- Trusting your gut instinct. Trusting your instincts instead of like being like every fiber in my being, I'm feeling pulled or I'm feeling convinced or whatever to do this. but I'm just feeling to this. But I just can't. Or what if somebody else does this? If you make a lot of decisions based off of what somebody else will say or what they will do, um, maybe that could be yeah. an indicator that you don't have a yeah. really strong trust in yourself built. Because I might be way, way, way on the other opposite end of the spectrum, but it's never led me wrong. Because I'm just like, look, at this point, if something does not feel right, even for a moment, I am not doing it. Yeah. And that's, I love that about you. Um, And when you tell me something is wrong, like, I do not question that. I'm Mm -hmm. like, you're right. Let's move on. Right. Um, But most feminine presenting people are conditioned to to second guess and to have to ask permission to feel a certain way or to be a certain way. Mm -hmm. And so we are all unlearning all of this to not second guess your, your first thought, Mm -hmm. not if you feel uncomfortable, there's a reason for it. Trust that and get out of that situation. Um, if this particular person doesn't like makes you feel any type of way, like trust that Mm -hmm. and, say so and move forward and for my introverts or people that don't feel comfortable with confrontation Mm -hmm. you don't owe anybody an explanation for you can just be like i didn't i did not feel good about that it did not make me feel good you know Mm -hmm. you don't offer you don't have to give anybody an explanation but if you must you know you feel like you have to give someone something i it didn't feel good something about that something about it didn't feel good i didn't feel good about it i did not have a good feeling about it um and that should be enough. And in enough of those instances, also, you can also ask the universe or just pay attention to the universe when the universe just does give you confirmation. So sometimes I'll be like, someone, someone, such and such doesn't feel right. And then sometimes there's a follow up to that. Something yep. will happen afterward. Yep. Sometimes it's very quickly. Sometimes it's a year. Sometimes, you know, it's a couple weeks. Yep. Um, but I look for those instances of confirmation mm-hmm. of this didn't feel right. So then this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to like a job interview or something like that and you get a real weird feeling about the company culture or you want to leave a job because something about it doesn't feel right. And then you do leave and all of a sudden they're like, a, there's a lawsuit against the company that you worked for and uh, the person that you worked for or um people start getting fired in mass or something Mm -hmm. like that, you know, things like that, that happen. Um, you not wanting to 
be in a particular environment around particular people or hanging out with another couple or something like that. And all of it, something just doesn't feel right. And then you find out that one person in the couple maybe was abusive or cheating, stepping out or, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, was already planning on leaving or had feelings. You, you just listen to that that nagging feeling it might start off as like a little bit of whisper it's just a little bit of doubt it's just something that's just kind of like oh I'm having a little bit of hesitation just lean into that and if they it's not just anxiety but like every logical thing that you can come up with like mm-hmm. it's got to be a combination of those things because uh, even people with anxiety we still have it too you just have to learn how to <laughs> separate that part of your gut from that part of your brain screaming everything is wrong all the time and depending on how loud that is you know that'll be contingent on how much Mm -hmm. you can hear the other but learn to trust yourself we've got to spend that time to take care of ourselves and to build that trust with ourselves and not write off those red flags don't write off the red flags Um, shoot had i learned that so much earlier in life Mm -hmm. like i feel like uh (laughs) I feel like that old dude in SpongeBob when they're beating him up and they're like, "How? What are they? How doing? many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man?" <laughs> exactly. I love the children. <laughs> um, I, I can be a hard lesson learner sometimes. The young people. Now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel in my new hire classes. Now they're all so young. Anyway, right? <laughs> uh, so yeah, like I feel like I would have, like I'm grateful for the lessons I've learned and like when I learned them at the time because they led me directly to you and like the timing for you and I was just absolutely perfect like no doubt about it but man like I feel like I could have had some much happier years (laughs) with my self-awareness and just growth within myself to understand who I was more quickly and Mm -hmm. like I don't know like which version of myself you could have had mm-hmm. had it happened sooner? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just cool to think about. Like I'm really proud of where I'm at, but it's it's still cool to think about. Yeah. Um, had I listened to those red flags, like looking at them now and like making sure to listen to them now. Right. Uh, moving forward, even if it's something small, like at work, like I get a weird feeling about a particular candidate mm-hmm. and vocalizing that as opposed to waiting for a second to and it turns out that they're a fucking psychotic creep uh-huh. sending you creepy messages about being outside of where you're at when you get off work so your spouse has to drive to the next little city over so that <clears> they <throat> can drive with you at the end of the day yeah yeah <laughs> and you had a weird feeling about him as soon as he fucking walked in on uh-huh. that monday and then you still had to push him through anyway and then a couple of weeks later this is the fucking weird ass shit that happened yeah uh no he's one that we released in the middle it was in the, the middle yeah okay. i was like Which i knew is, that he was yeah. there for longer than he should have been but yeah of the like or ones that i i was like well i can't i don't have anything that i can particularly pinpoint but this person's an asshole and he's going to be an asshole to these people mm-hmm. so like <laughs> we shouldn't do that right but i feel like i'm actually being listened to so that's good Mm -hmm. especially because that retention is up and when you're not retaining people it's because Mm -hmm. they're moving on or changing industry Mm -hmm. so uh 
So just those red flags, like we should move in with anything in life. Stop ignoring the red flags. If you see them, you get two of them. Like, right. listen to that. There's a reason the universe is trying to tell you fucking something. Right. Get and if attention. you don't want to like, and don't let somebody else try to sweep you up into something. Don't let somebody like manipulate you into doing that. That's the other thing. So when I talk about mm-hmm. making sure that people understand healthy things, we spend so much time in school on specific subjects that won't really have any real world application for us beyond being able to just pass this class and move on to the next, right? Mm-hmm. Or move on to the next level of what that is and build on that. And then maybe we've got it for another year, but then that's essentially it unless you move into a field so that you can teach the shit or use the shit every day. But like, I don't use trigonometry on a daily basis. Not, not really. Nope. <laughs> not not really. I don't use calculus. Can't tell you the last time I needed to graph a parabola for anything. No. But it was probably around the time that I was about 18 years old, maybe. Maybe. And then after that, no one's asked me to do it since. No one gave me any real life applications for how I could use these things. Right. But we need to be talking about ways that to get in touch with what our desires are and what our needs are. And to understand when things are not healthy otherwise. Mm -hmm. If two people are mutually feeling like, I'm really enjoying the connection that we have, we're able to have hard conversations because y'all, I'm the type of person, if we've had a conversation, I like to get into it. Like, I do not like surface level. Like, I want to know you. I want to know you deeply. That some people are not comfortable with that, and that's fine. Like it is kind of insane, honestly, and and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not a small talk type of dude. I'm very interested in people. I will remember things that you share with me. I will always hold them in confidence and with respect, and not judge you for the things that you share with me, of course. Um, but I like I love to know people extremely, extremely, extremely deeply. Everybody does not try to get to know each other like that. So if y'all are just like, okay, day one, baby, I love you so much. I love your body. I love your butt. I love the way that I feel because I'm so wrapped up in this because there's so much fucking dopamine fucking flooding my fucking brain right now. I feel like I'm on fucking crack. Yeah. And like the only way that I can have more crack is if we're just having sex and then just I'm just smelling you and looking I'm at you, you all and the I, time. your hair is just in all of my orifices all the time. But I don't mind because like my brain chemistry is like so fucked up. Like I am really like on crack right now. Like something extremely addictive is what's happening. And then eventually that is going to fade. It is really important that you get to know who that person is beyond like how how you feel when you're with them. Like seriously, get to know what are their fucking political beliefs because I promise you that'll make your dick a little softer, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is extremely likely that that'll make your dick a little softer. How do they feel about children? Religion. How do they feel about, what do they believe about religion? You cannot compromise on a baby. How do you want kids? That? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. How many? You need a specific number or an extremely specific range. If it is eight or nine, you need to say eight or nine. If you want a big ass family, you need to say you need a big ass family. If you want to get married soon and procreation is what your thing is, y'all are into you're into God, you're being what in church. Roles do you have what roles do you want to play? A and I were having conversations about what we wanted our future relationships to look like very early on. On our first date. What are you looking for? (laughs) Why the fuck am I here? I'm not here because I want to casually date somebody Mm -mm. because I'm not driving back and forth from fucking Huntsville to Birmingham to come and see you Mm -mm. every 
day for the next like six years or until we're fucking tired of each other I would like to be married I want to live in one home this is what I want to like the type of area that I want to live in I'm looking to be with a person at least for the next like I'm looking for a long-term relationship I would like it if that relationship led to marriage if it's not okay with that person or whatever I'm not going to hold on to it just because of time but mm-hmm. if somebody doesn't want to get married we're not going to be compatible because I do want that I do not want kids. If you want kids, that is a deal breaker. No, we can't compromise you. on a baby. I don't want a baby. <laughs> I do not want to go to church. But I do also, not want this. I do not want. If that. I meet somebody that does want a baby and we have a connection, and I might be able to physically help with that, and I feel compelled to do so, are you gonna have? Are you gonna be able to support me in that? Mm-hmm. Here's some other stuff that's going on that you need to know about. This is what my relationships with the people in my life are like. Yep. Here's my expectation. We're dating. It's fine for you to meet my friend group. Like, it's not a big deal. If you want to come to freaking Dave and Buster's or come hang out at Drake's, have a burger. We'll play some darts. Have a conversation with these people. Suss them out. Do you think they're assholes? Do we all have common characteristics? Are people saying weird, fucked up, maybe racist, maybe homophobic, maybe transphobic, maybe anti-muslim maybe you know what i'm saying like are they saying insane things it's important to know the way that you'll function in some of these groups with people does it seem like your partner or the person that you're dating might be fucking one of these people or more of these people are they a cohesive group are they kind to each other are they nice to the wait staff like how But you have to get to know a person and you're not going to know somebody just because y'all are in bed together. What about just money? Because y'all hold. Yeah, I've, I've already said the finances. Ooh. You need to talk about the way that you want to spend money, because if you just want to spend, 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 spend and you're married, you are wanting to see something long term with somebody who's a saver. That can be something that will hurt you. That mm-hmm. is something that will build up a ton of resentment in your relationship, problems in your relationship. Do y'all want to merge your finances? How much debt do you have? It's uncomfortable, maybe, especially if that number is higher and or lower than you would prefer it be. But you got to talk about it. That's not something that you should find out like after you've been married or after you live together. Right. How, How do you keep your space? Are you a tidy person? How often do you wash the dishes? What is your system for clean? Like, what is, I need to look in your toilet. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. what is important to you about this? Um, what's important to you? And we have to be honest about those things and not be so blinded by the prospect of being partnered that we completely abandon our needs and our wants and our desires <laughs> in a relationship. Exactly. So that's what my issue is when people get into it too quickly because not because they talk to each other all the time, but I'm just like, what are you, what are you talking about? You're still fronting. Like you're still trying to present this beautiful facade that you, there's nothing wrong with you. Like you are not usually that early on in a relationship. People are not being honest with who they actually are. And they're just presenting as whomever they think this person wants I feel like I was pretty like flaw forward. Like I feel like I was very transparent um, when we were dating. Mm -hmm. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I, I saw you were just you. You were just you the whole time. 
Um, I still was trying to impress you. You were. Um, so you got that version of me <laughs> for a while. You did. You did. Yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> In what ways do you feel like were your best behavior versus actuality? Um... Definitely in the way, like, the amount of effort I do to keep things clean at home. Like, your version of clean and my version of clean are not the same. No. And you got, you, I, I, I was trying to, to be more clean than I naturally am, want to clean more than I naturally do. Mm-hmm. Um... You, I, I don't know why, but my brain was definitely better functioning than it is now, because, like, in remembering things, to do things, or, like, things that you said, and, like, to pick things up and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And now my brain just, it has such a hard time. Hmm. Hmm. And it's not like I was like, gotcha! <laughs> no i don't know my brain especially lately has been having a really hard time remembering things Mm -hmm. like where i put my keys or a bow tie or my glasses this was the dumbest week of all time wasn't there like one day that everything just went wrong i mean it was it was pretty much at least once a day something went wrong but there was this like, one day that we were like texting back and forth and it was like several weird. Yeah. So it was just a weird week. Yeah. One day you forgot. So one day it was my, uh, I've stopped for, so Monday I stopped for coffee. I wasn't able to do it. Um, so then it was Tuesday was the weird day for both of us because I stopped for coffee, but the dude got locked out so he couldn't get the make the coffee. So, and then that day, like, my guest speaker at work had to swap around or something weird happened there. The next morning, I lost all of my work keys, couldn't even get into work to when I was supposed to be the host of this online conference call. So I'm having to ask my boss to stop by after he drops his kids off at work to let me into my job. It was great. Um, the next day I forgot to wear my bow tie. I just forgot it at home. And then the next day I forgot my glasses. When I went to park at an assignment that I had, Mm -hmm. I have parked in this exact same place every single time I am at this assignment, Mm -hmm. which is at least like twice a week since like the last several months, right? On Mm -hmm. this one particular day. There's a car in this place. There's a car in this this one spot. The mm. only place I've ever parked at this assignment ever. And it wasn't just the fact that I had to... I, y'all, again, it's like neurodivergence. This, this is what I do. This is a part of the routine. This is a part of the day. This is how the day starts. Mm-hmm. If you mess this up, then mm-hmm. the day is weird now. Mm-hmm. And then, like it was just freaking full of chaos like just it was such a chaotic and weird 
freaking week. It was. I had put on the wrong deodorant that day. So yep. like I was walking around smelling wrong because like I had a deodorant that I thought was a different kind. Okay, this is, I have a bone to pick with Dove. And the bone that I have to pick with Dove, look y'all, I don't know if they do any anti-LGBTQIA stuff or if they're like anti-black or pro police or anything like that look i'm just saying this shit don't fuck up my armpits and it be it smells nice okay just don't i i this is this is what i'm saying okay ignorant of all of these other things and dove's stances on them okay the fucking color system for their spray deodorant (laughs) is so inefficient well no i guess it's extra efficient but it's not great for me as a consumer because i'm just like everything is like blue and then it's just like what very specific and slightly different than the next one shade of blue is this particular deodorant smell that you always go for is it like clean linen is it just linen is it like linen dreams and it's all like three very slightly different shades of blue that are on the caps and the colors of the labels (laughs) of these stupid things they all look like the exact same is it shea butter or is it like intensive moisture but they're brown with like a pinkish top i don't know which one it is either do you feel like taking your mask off to smell it inside of this store um so a lot of the times i pick up the wrong fragrance of deodorant because i can't remember the slightly different name and the slightly different shade of blue that i needed to have for the right smell yep so i still have like almost all of this but i hate to waste anything so i'll still use it but like Mm -hmm. maybe i'll use it when i'm like outside working or something like that instead of when i actually want to smell like my clean normal person smell you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. Yeah, or like a backup if I run out of the other kind mm-hmm. and it's out of stock everywhere for a month, like it always is, um, a month or two or three. But yeah, I just yeah, it's that, the wrong deodorant, so I'm walking around smelling wrong. And they parked in your. That's what that's that's what it did. That one day that everything went wrong, it was friday everything went wrong i had to be there early for that meeting and when i got there at six eighteen in the morning that person was already there parked yeah. in my spot mm. on top of everything else i couldn't get my regular coffee shop because they weren't open yet i have to get starbucks i don't like starbucks anymore so you didn't get to freaking go into work nope. and settle in the way that you needed to which is why I'm you showed up early person. to begin with exactly to lead these team meetings, there are two meetings being hosted in my space this mor- that morning, and I have my new hire class at 9 a.m. The person who is supposed to be leading one of the meetings shows up late and sick, not late, but sick, and then tells me because they cannot speak that I have to lead their meeting after I created all the materials. No, thank you. I'm good. So I made the other person lead the whole meeting. But that's how the morning started off, was with that person who talks so, 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 so much. Very sweet, but talks so much at 6.18 in the morning mm-hmm. with the wrong coffee. I'm not fun. You're not. <laughs> I was just going to say, like, you're not here yet. You know no. what I'm saying? Like, you're not present. I'm not saying I don't like you in the morning. I do fine with you in the morning. You're fine. You're just like, I can't talk to you in the morning. It's Mm-mm. it's not going to go anywhere. You're not going to remember you're not going to be able to participate, you know. So, like, it's just a lot of... One word. Mm. No mm-hmm. nonverbal communication, mostly. Until 
you know like you get up i give you kisses i give you a hug we don't talk to each other it's mm-hmm. fine you know you're fine to me you get up you get cuddly you're not mean to me but you're mm-hmm. just not the nicest person first thing in the morning yeah and that's fine you don't have have to be anything to say so i literally this person gets out of the like is standing outside waiting for me outside this door Mm -hmm. and so i ask one question that gets them talking for the next 45 minutes Mm -hmm. so that was the whole day that was how it went was i didn't want to talk to anybody and everybody wanted to talk to me Mm mm-hmm just weird i have never been so glad for the end of the day on a Friday before my entire life. Right. Like, I was like, this has been the longest week. And I thought that, like, a couple weeks was the worst, the longest week. I was wrong. It's just been so long. So freaking long. So stupid. And every day, something stupid happens. <laughs> something we ridiculous. Just like, what? Why? Just something why? Dumb. Something stupid. I don't know. Um, also, y'all need to be aware. Remember remember seriously we're working on trusting ourselves but i also need to tell y'all ahead of time that um it will be a full moon on election day this year so that is gonna be weird and we gotta get out and vote anyway you still gotta go out and we gotta vote it's very important please especially now but just be expecting that things will be weird so whatever types of whatever means of protection meditate a little longer carry an extra crystal wear another bracelet smudge a little longer smudge an extra time um you know call call on never real extra strong for no reason ancestors uh call on them ask for them to share some of their strength with you um yeah just whatever whatever you got to do please <laughs> have an extra coffee please whatever you got to do uh just make sure that we're being safe 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 mm-hmm. safe um flu season's extra bad this year yeah flu please season people hands. are having rsv is going on already and adults too uh make sure you're washing your hands y'all come on we know how and to if you are feeling sick wear your mask if you're not wearing if you're not feeling sick may still consider wearing it just it, it can't hurt if you're already masking no we're still masking don't feel yeah. no type of way about masking like you still got two other friggin dorks proudly walking around i got my mask on every time i'm outside yeah so keep it up thanks for hanging out with us if you would like to reach out to us email us at ohhoney2018 at gmail.com and we'll talk to you next week sometime maybe tuesday wednesday thursday and we hope you all had a great Halloween. Maybe we'll have some interesting stories to share on the next episode about Halloween. But we're recording this the day before because we'll be asleep <laughs> with the lights off. Big facts. Don't ring my doorbell. Please don't ring our doorbell. Stay off our lawn. Okay, we love you, honeybees. Drink water. Take your meds. Be nice. Be, be sweet. Yeah. All right. Okay. We love you. Bye. Bye.